Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre oh, Podcast. Oh, hi. What'd you say, Miles? Hawaii? I said, oh, hi. Oh, hi, Miles. Uh, my name is Mark. Uh, as I established, that was Miles, you just heard. And of course, we have Jackie here with us. Hi-o. Hi-o. Everyone's got a little spin on hi. And this is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime, which, if you didn't know, is on hiatus. So if you didn't know, I guess I should tell you that you know, you're probably not watching JoJo's and now's a good time to catch up because we're in the middle of a stone ocean. It's as if Moses has parted the Red Sea, the Red Ocean. The Stone Ocean. And we're standing in the gap. So until Stone Ocean resumes in the fall, whatever that means, uh, we are talking about other anime recommended to us, remembered by us, or picked by our Patreon supporters. So this week, we are rounding out our three-part series on Devilman Crybaby. We watched four episodes for this podcast, so there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Four plus the other episodes we watched in the past. We've seen all well, of it yes, now. But specifically for this week, we watched the last four episodes, seven, eight, nine, ten. And so we have finished Devilman Crybaby, a show that was the talk of 2019, a better time, technically, I think. <laughs> Well, look, if you were like, hey, do you want COVID or no COVID? I'd go with the no COVID, Mm -hmm. you know? True. Look, you can have your own opinion, Miles, but... We didn't know what we were in for. We didn't. We didn't know what we had. (laughs) But before we talk about the ending of Devilman Crybaby, we need to first take a look in our... We need to check in on our... Nursery of crying email babies. We need a better metaphor. This is, look, we're going to read emails. These are messages sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Miles looks to be searching the empty sky for meaning or a better pun. (laughs) I can't tell. I don't think we got too many emails. I think people have either decided to watch Devilman Crybaby or not at this point. Yeah. We'll tell you whether it's worth it. Yeah. We can actually finally recommend an anime. You know, as opposed to everything else where we watch three episodes and then we're like, I, maybe it gets good. I don't know. Maybe it gets shit. <laughs> That's why people listen to us. They want uh, ill-informed opinions about anime. I mean, if you're like me and like a lot of people where you're only going to watch a few episodes of something and you're like, it better grab me. Then mm-hmm. if you just hear three people who are like, I don't know, then we just did the work for you. Yeah. You know, maybe True. you're different from us, but maybe not. I think at least yeah, I actually that's a good point, Mark. I don't want to hear if a show pays off after like 10 episodes. Yeah. Well, for me, I think a lot of the time, I think the first three episodes are like the best. And then the rest of it is where I'm like, oh, it's yeah, because usually usually like in the beginning is when the writers are like, OK, we know we know what we're doing. <laughs> and then as it gets longer, they're like, eh, let's throw in some filler. Yeah, uh, we need to make this longer. Oh, mm, uh, we're going to get renewed for a second season, so we need to kind of leave it (laughs) open-ended. Yeah. We also realized we don't know how to make this all logically work because we established a whole world and a bunch of logic, and now it's just a mess. Though in anime, if it's based on a manga, then like you have that same problem, but of the manga, basically. Like the manga just ends up going on forever, so there's there could be filler, there could be like crap in there. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, they're both serial, you know, yeah. serial works. But I think that that is actually why I personally think uh, Devil Man Crybaby is, is way stronger than mm-hmm. a lot of other anime that are based on manga. Uh, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. I don't... We'll understand what you're saying later. Haha. I This is what I do. I set it up and we pay it off. And I'm curious. Who are the... I'll let you know whether it uh, pays off. Uh, you mean my... Listen to my podcast, JoJo's Bizarre <laughs> Podcast Podcast. Where you review me on this podcast? That's... Yeah. All right. But I only listened to the first like half an hour. There you go. Well, that way, how do you know if it pays off? All right. Uh, this this email is from Chad, and the subject line is, For those interested in more Go Nagai, Aloha JJB Pod Ohana. I didn't get a chance to comb through the last four episodes for additional voice connections, so I thought instead I'd just recommend some other anime based on the works of Go Nagai. Cutie Honey, if I remember correctly, was originally a more kid-friendly-leaning action series. The basic premise is a young woman named Honey Kisaragi learns that she's actually a super-powered android with the ability to take on the appearance of any occupation and use all their inherent skills. The updated 90s OVA version increased the TNA along with the visual presentation. I like that she just adopts the skills of jobs. Mm-hmm. Like she can change money like, at a register. It sounds like Barbie. Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> Barbie can do every job. Hanape Bazooka is a weird, possibly problematic by ma- modern standards, long OVA about a hopeless loser that's given the ability to point at any woman and have her instantly desire him. Hmm. It does go as he plans, and it gets real existential towards the end. I hope everyone is safe and well. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. If anyone wants to see Gonagai in a rare live-action appearance as himself, go watch the movie Toxic Avenger Part 2. All things considered, it's not surprising that he'd make a cameo in a movie with a lot of over-the-top violence and nudity. Would not have expected in my life to ever get recommended Toxic Avenger 2. Do you know what that is? Toxic Avenger I'm familiar with. It's, I believe it's a trauma movie where it's like super campy uh, exploitation. Did you, mean to, did you mean to say trauma? Nope. Did, what's, what's trauma? Trauma is a movie studio. I don't know if they do more than movies. And they make sort of like B, they make B movies that are kind of like unashamed in their B moviness. I think they were most mm-hmm. active in the 80s. Uh, they have a movie called Samurai Cop, and there's like a really awesome car stunt in that movie that they use in like three movies later. Like totally different street, totally different mm. car, but you would think plot wise, but it's like always the same shot of the same car doing a role. Mm. Um, I don't know if they've done a ton of stuff worth watching. I've personally never seen any, but it seems like if you like schlock, then it's it's an avenue. I didn't know Cutie Honey was also going to guy. I've, I've definitely heard of that. Maybe because the OVA. Me too. I did see the one voice act, voice actor connection I saw was that the voice of Psycho Jenny in this this last chunk of Crybaby is the voice of Artemis from Sailor Moon. Oh, in the new Sailor Moon or the old one? I think the original one. Nice. It sounds like an old guy, doesn't it? I don't know. I didn't really listen. Kind of. All right. Well, and I thought the cat's voice was the same as Kubei from Madoka, <laughs> but it's not. Okay. It sounded similar to me. That's all for emails. Again, these are messages that you could send to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Devilman Cry Corner. Devil, I don't know. Anyway, listen, folks, we got to talk about it. And what I mean by it is Patreon. We have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show for as low as $1 a month. 
and it gets you access to the Patreon feed, where you get the occasional piece of cut content, additional thing that I thought up, and Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, where he explains all of the things we reference on the podcast that have nothing to do with anime. And for $3 a month, you get the same benefits, but also we will thank you out loud on the podcast like so. So thank you to Brian, Nombre Nodigas, Daniel, Dalton, Madison Joestar, Soliloquy Jackalope, Ken Baron, Kasoon, Lord Zendar, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Nocturnal, Can I, Mr. Jackpots, Caden, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Michael, Camilla, and Chad. Thanks, babies. Thank you, babies. Thank you, crybabies. You don't, you're not actually whiny. You don't actually cry, but look, it just fit today. Miles. And you're the opposite of devils. That's true. I don't know what that would be, though. Angel. (laughs) You know what, folks? I forgot to get my water. So I'm going to BRB. Okay. Break time. And by BRB, I'm. Me too. It's short for B at Arby's because that's where I have water. Break time. I stopped listening. Bye. We're going to talk about episodes seven, eight, nine, and 10 of Double Man Cry Baby. And I forget about nine. Seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Did I really just skip nine? I don't know. I think you said. I don't know. know. Whatever. Miles has got North Carolina internet. I don't know. Um, you threw off my mojo, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> um, Do you have any intro thing you want to say about oh, it before we just, get into it? I always read about this show. People were like, it's a reimagination of the original Devil Man. Mm. And I just like read a little bit about the original Devil Man and was like, okay, the premise is pretty much the same. The character is pretty much the same. How similar, how much of a departure from the original do you think this this show is? A lot. Well, I don't know anything about the original Devil Man. Yeah, I don't know either. So it's like almost exactly the same as the comic. Like I Really? Yes. This show? Yes. The original anime was different because it was a TV anime and they had to steer away from it. But the original manga has the same like I think everyone spoilers for all of Devil Man Crybaby here. I don't know why you'd be listening to this otherwise, but yeah, like <laughs> everyone dies and Ryo is Satan and Miki gets cut up in pieces and paraded around by people on sticks and stuff like it's very similar mm. it was just updated for the 20th century and, and i don't know maybe there were some more political things involved but uh surprisingly similar and dystopian Whoa. um this uh this is a ride i can't believe it took me this long to realize how how much it also gives evangelion vibes yeah, especially with like the Red Sea, the big exploding white stuff, all the biblical shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just I what's up? Think I hated it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really like it either. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Mark liked it. Okay. Why'd you like it? I think that it told a story well, beginning, middle, and end. I think it had things that paid off. It had some characters change. It had themes. Um. And uh, it's a nice, it's an anti-war kind of message. Uh, even if it does it in a very depressing way, it's kind of pro-human. Is it? Yeah. What's pro I don't understand pro-human. Well, it's like humans have awful tendencies, but the main character definitely seems to believe that people are worth saving and worth fighting for. 
okay, but the people don't really prove it in this. Like, if you didn't know anything about people and you watched only this anime, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think they were so great. I think this anime makes it pretty clear, though, that they were being manipulated by demons. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, but I think it... <sighs> They're a little too stupid. I, I think it... I, and I might be wrong. Like, maybe I wasn't reading... Like, maybe I was too sleepy while I was watching this, but I thought it was, like, the most cynical viewpoint ever. Mm-hmm. That, like, people are just naturally super fallible and like will do evil if encouraged but don't you think that the scene where uh akira goes down and stops people from persecuting them and he just shows that he's like a pacifist and shows that he's human and empathetic and cries and like a lot of people disarm and go and hug him don't you think that indicates like the only problem is right after that a bunch of demons come and fuck everything up again i thought that I thought that that was also like an uh, unrealistic turn. Like you, a mob, an angry mob of people doesn't go. I doesn't go so quickly from that to like nice hugging people. But if you were, it doesn't really happen. If you were a big ass demon, I mean, it did take them a while. If you were a big thing that everyone could see, and you were crying and screaming at them, uh, and like all your thoughts and feelings, you might be able to turn a mob, especially if a baby buys into it and hugs you. Yeah, a little kid. True. All right. It- it just did not, if it was rooting for people, it did not treat people very well. Like, there was a lot of, like, it was just, like, very upsetting. There's definitely yeah. a lot of, it's it's definitely Bummer City. It is not uplifting. But yeah. it, it feels very much like it's, like, saying, there's a bunch of evil people out there, and this is what they could make us do and make the world look like. Um, but I don't necessarily think that, that is a condemnation of humans overall you know i guess you could say that like in the end it's like akira was the best of us and he loses so maybe not i don't know (laughs) it's um i saw i read something by uh by the the director yuasa where he was just like at the end uh you could tell they fucking reused the shit out of that baton animation that was really like you guys run out of money too like everybody else um that he he said like the tears become a baton that like someone's like crying leads to someone else crying and mm. ultimately uh Akira passes the like baton of sadness to Ryo who finally feels something and cries in the end mm. when, when he realizes that he killed his like only friend um yeah i mean that's that makes me feel better about it like that like Ryo realizes his humanity Because the way I saw it was just like, it was a totally cynical show and it's just saying people are evil and like, I don't need to hear that in 20, like we, we don't need another reminder of that in Mm. 2022. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean this, and this came out in 2019 and is based on a work from 72 or three. So like that context definitely matters. Mm. Um, What was happening then? In the seventies? Yeah. Uh, When did Vietnam end? I don't know. It's around Vietnam. It's still a country. What was happening in Japan, though? No. What was, hap- was anything interesting happening in Japan? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't think they were still occupied by the U.S. forces in the 70s and stuff. Um, but I'm not sure. I know, There's like, only one country, and it's America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, people saw what was going on around the world, and there had been the Korean War. People alive at that point still knew about atomic warfare. You know, they still knew about how the uh, the 40s went. And, uh, yeah, Vietnam had happened, which wasn't just America and Vietnam. Mm. Um, 
But I don't know. I, I really couldn't speak to the political climate of Japan in the 70s. I guess I like thinking about it as this is about the tragedy of Lucifer and like how his pride deceived him. I guess. I don't but know other if than I... that, it's just like people uh, getting fucked up. Yeah, I think I also look at it the way I do with like End of Evangelion, where I'm like, this is all a super bummer to watch all these people just get murked. But at the same time, it's like if you take the concept of an anime, which is like usually ridiculous, but it features like super powerful people. And then imagine if everyone found out about it. And then imagine what militaries and governments and people of influence would do. It's like, I can't imagine it look it looking very different. You know, I don't think it really the tides really turn because some people have like a change of heart or the good guys win or whatever. Um, I kind of wonder if Eva was influenced by the comic originally. Mm. When did Eva come out? Well, the nineties, it was only, only the anime in 95. Oh, right. It wasn't based on a manga. Mm -hmm. Mm. Did you guys see that coming that he was Satan? I was, I didn't really trust him. I think ever. I was like, what's his deal? But I didn't think he was Satan. I didn't know what he was really because it was it was weird, right? It was like he definitely seems to be supernatural or a devil when he like crashes or he's doing something in Peru and then he's like all white and stuff. But I was like, is he like a a pure, like a contained devil, a devil who forgot who he is? I, I didn't think he was mm. Satan. Yeah, because I I think that helped a lot knowing that he was Satan. And maybe it came too late because the whole show, I was like, why is he acting like this? It mm. sucks the way he's acting. I thought maybe he was just like an accelerationist kind of person who's like, humans suck mm. philosophically. I just think that they should all die and whatever. Some men just want to watch. That's, this is my Michael Caine. Some men just want to watch the world burn, Master Bruce. That sounds like if he were on Monty Python wearing a dress or something. On helium. Um, what was I going to say? I think Akira trusted Ryo too much because mm -hmm. he was being kind of weird and shifty from the beginning. And he said some weird stuff on TV. I think that it's like, what is your actual plan? Like, what are we doing here? Why are you, uh, why are you scaring people with the demon stuff? Like, why are you revealing it? Well, in this by way? the time he revealed it, I think, I think Akira knew what the deal was that he was a bad guy. Capital B, capital G. Did he? Because I, I feel so. like he still he kept trusting him. I mean, he should have just fucking killed him. Why didn't he fucking chop his head off like earlier? Try well, to fight him earlier. He he met him when he was a kid. He like rescued him from just being alone on a rainy ass hill. And yeah, looking at his memories in like the last two episodes, maybe the kid who always pulls out a box cutter when an animal is nearby. Mm. Maybe you should reflect on that. Yeah, but I don't know. He just knew him. So who raised him? Did he just float around? I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, I think looking at the Wikipedia for the comic, I believe Psycho Jenny helped him. Because um, oh. in this, like, he just sort of alludes to, he says, like, my memory was sealed and I forgot who I was. But apparently in the manga, he, I think Psycho Jenny may have, like, helped him. And he says to her, when he knows who he is, he's like, seal my memories, like, so I forget. And she gives him a new identity and stuff. Um. And then later it is unsealed again. Um, I really liked her design. Do you guys know who I'm talking about when I talk about Psycho Jenny? Yeah. Where, when oh, did, she was so hot. Where did, she, where did she come from? <laughs> like when did, like how did she, I don't, 
she just like appeared. She was just like there. Yeah, in like, episode oh. seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I get the feeling that she may have been more established or something in the comic. But yeah, she just mm. sort of showed up and I was like, that is a distinctive demon design. She looks you know? different from all the other demons. Yeah, she, she's like, I don't know how to describe her, but she feels like something about her makes me think of like the McDonald's mascots, like all mixed together. <laughs> she looks like Master Shake. <laughs> kind of. She shoots no, rainbows Fry, at people. Frylock, she looks more like. I think that like I read someone say that this is a positive for LGBTQ people. Who? Uh, just some Wikipedia critic person. But who is? That the show overall. Who's, 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 who? I believe Ryo is gay or bisexual. Uh, the runner is gay. The runner who turns evil and joins the demons. Because she's in love with Mika. Right? Okay. The, Mickey? Mi- the Mikas, the Mikis maybe, one of them may be gay, but they might just love each other as friends. I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't pick up on like any of that. Oh, I believe Ryo is, is interested in Akira, or Akira might be bisexual. That's like way, it's way. Lucifer is also pretty non binary looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I caught that. Oh, gender full, I would say. <laughs> gender full. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think early on I got the vibes that they loved each other, but then I don't know. Well, then it kind of stopped. But it's like it's like every other show where they like kind of hint at maybe there's something there and maybe they love each other, but they don't really like talk about it. Well, Akira doesn't get to be ha- be romantic with anybody, even you know, because you wonder if there's like kind of ha- will something he, happen with he, the childhood he, friend? He, he seemed to like Miki, but they don't do anything. No, they never confess. Nothing happens. There's no time really. No, but I was, if this was like another, if this was like another show or something, it probably would have like he would have won the war against the devils and then against the demons and then they him and miki would have kissed or something at the end you know yeah i think that's what would have happened if this was like not a super dark sad ending yeah i think from in the anime or the original 70s anime i think it's like he is amon the the demon Mm -hmm. he comes down he kills akira's whole family and then revives him and like inhabits him and then he falls in love with uh miki Mm. Whereas this, if they decided... Who does? Amon? The, the devil? Amon the demon? slash Akira. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'd be cool if the demon inside him fell in love. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I was going to say that, like, even though people have said... I haven't read their articles, so I probably should have fucking done that. But it was interesting to me where I'm like, aren't all the gay characters... Don't they all turn out to be evil in this show? <laughs> like, the runner guy... Oh, yeah. Oh, that runner guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay. Oh, yeah. He turns... He turns... He changes sides, and then uh, Akira just cuts him in half instantly at yeah. the end, which I thought was very funny. Um, Dio has seems to have gay or bisexual feelings, although he in the end has no fucking feelings at all. He's completely, almost, almost completely emotionless, and he's very evil. He's bad, and he's <laughs> he's intersex physically. He's, but that he's literally really the devil. He's literally the demon. And Psycho Jenny shoots rainbows at people. Look, that doesn't really matter, but you know, yeah, we don't know anything about Psycho Jenny. I, I know, I know what rainbows are. Okay, they're on fire. That's right. <laughs> um. Some of the powers if get... If it's enough for Target, it's enough for us. Okay? I think rainbows are for everyone, though. I, I agree. I think that they're great. I think all the colors are great. You know what I want to see more of in the rainbow, though? I want to see blank spaces where infrared and ultraviolet should be. Because let's not leave them out. Just because we can't mm. see them. They're there. They're there. They're there, but how would they portray them? I think you'd actually use A infrared and ultraviolet. And animals could appreciate it. And we'd have to use equipment. I don't Maybe know. they're there and we just can't see them. Oh shit! They're there in point. every rainbow. Shit, you're right. They are. They would be on the outside, next to red, next to purple. I 
really enjoyed the cat, the devil cat. I wish that it wasn't also instantly cut in half. Everyone was, everyone died. Everyone dies. I was like, they won't kill Miki. And then she's like running and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. The most upsetting one was the kid eating his mom and then his dad getting murdered in front of him. Yeah. That was very upsetting that was, to me. Yeah, they didn't need to kill the dad. That, well, they didn't need this any is, of that to happen. This is but. very like, the cops are bad because the cops were very just horrible in this. Yeah, it's clear that the government is just like, hey, just do a clean sweep. Like kill mm-hmm. everybody and everything. You know, it's funny when I was watching the dad like cry and he's like, he tries to like aim his gun at his kid like five times. That scene went on forever. Yeah. yeah. As he just leaks like more and more fluids. I was watching it and thinking like before I read about the original, I was like, man, imagine if you like the original and you check this out and it's just trying so hard to like be serious and over. But then realizing like, no, every people do get dismembered and every, a lot of people die in the original. Like, OK, this is actually pretty true to it, uh, but it is a lot. But yeah, it's like, maybe that was the beginning of it. But there's a certain point in the last few episodes where you're like, all right, everybody I see being normal, being human, they're going to get mowed down. You know, it's not a surprise at all after once or twice. After a certain point, I was like, I wrote down like, how are they going to fix this? I don't think they can fix this. (laughs) And uh, they don't. don't. They're just like, nope, we're going to have, there is no, uh, there's no happy ending. This is, you're going to get the. The bad ending of this. I, I swore. I was like, there's going to, those few people they have surviving in that one place, they'll live and they'll crawl out and it'll be like they what, restart what everything. People? When they're like, those are the last humans. And Psycho Jenny's like, oh, you're still, you're still pushing back. You're still fighting back. And then you see a bunch of people in some underground thing, like a demon flies mm. over it and you just see like a bunch of refugees. Okay. And then, you know, Akira and Yo go to Antarctica or whatever, or the North Pole. And I'm like, well, this will end here, and then the people will climb out and start humanity over, and there won't be any CFCs and stuff. Where, where was God in all this? Why didn't God come down and just like? I think he just sent a. Bu- I guess he just sends a bunch of meteors at the end, and he's like, "Fuck it, let's start over." Yeah, his angels come down. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think I, th- I forget if it, I think it was Yuasa. I don't know if it was Nagai, the writer of the original, but one of them was just like. I don't actually think Satan is the bad guy here. It's like, I think God would actually be more of a traditional villain for what he did to Satan or something. What do you mean? I was like, well, that's a big deal. Who said that? One of the creators, either of this one or the original, just, they were like, I don't think Satan is really the villain here. And I was like, that's a, that's a big statement about anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's all part of God's plan, right? It's got a weird set of plans. You just, why don't you just flood the earth like you did? You don't have to do all this fucking mousetrap of people getting pissed at each other. Just fly. I think the, I do really like the, like Satan as a character. Like, I like this portrayal of him and I like him as a character in a lot of things in general. Mm. I, I understand. He's like sort of an interesting tragic figure. I I can appreciate that, but I also like when the devil is more, uh, when he's more stereotypical and he's having fun being evil. Oh yeah, I do like the when idea he's of him. Just like a mischievous. He's just like, hey, 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 I hate you all, and you gotta suffer. But I do like the idea, yeah, of him having to reflect and be like, "Fuck, I used to be one of the good guys, and Dad was mean." Yeah, um, fallen angel. I thought there was a very interesting sort of, you know, and it doesn't track a hundred percent, but fictional metaphors usually don't because they're based in a fantasy land. But there's a brief metaphor, I think, for being like a mixed race person or a person of multiple identities when uh, all the gangster rapper guys find out that Akira is half devil, half human, and he's trying to explain it. And he's like, I'm 
a devil, but I have the heart of of a human. Or he's like, I have a heart. I'm a human, but I have a demonic body. And they're mm-hmm. like, then you're a demon. It's like, yeah, you're not listening to him. He's explaining that he's like got layers, and they're just like, oh, so you're a demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like each side is going to be like, you're the other thing. You're different mm-hmm. from us. So he can't right. he can't be accepted by either side. But I think you have to pass a loyalty test always yeah. in this country. What was the deal with that big nuke thing? It looked like there was like a nuke drop. Oh, wait, the big white ball? The of big light? white ball. I thought it was a nuke, but it stayed there. And so then, and but then I guess it was something to do with what God, God was trying to fuck shit up, I guess, but he didn't really do a good job of it. I don't know what that was, what that white ball was. I think they initially did launch a nuke. And I think like the white ball, like the nuke exploded, but I think the white ball was like God intervening, intervening. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Rio later says like, and then God stopped my plans or something. I think yeah. that was God because everyone turned into salt too. Because they, because mm-hmm. at the time, was it the street preacher or was it Noel, the blonde dad, was reading from uh the book of is it the book of Loter? Is it just Sodom and Gomorrah? I don't know, but Do you guys he was know Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. the preacher yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. But he was also reading a lot about Jesus, which I feel like this this show is more about an old test is an old testament situation. Though I guess maybe Akira is supposed to be Jesus, so maybe that's the thing. Just like Jesus, he sacrificed himself for humanity, and it didn't work. And he cried a lot. Didn't work. We saw. <laughs> uh, he did cry a lot, and he's half. He's half. Uh, he's yeah, like a, he's true. like a demigod. He's half, half, half. Yeah. He's. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's the okay. <laughs> Um, Half, yeah, demigod. Yeah. I wanted to see more of the cat. I liked because, like, <laughs> you just want a spin off show, just Devil Cat Cry Baby or whatever. Yeah, Devil Cat Cry Kitten. Um, <laughs> because I liked when you see, like, the kid has a green tongue and then you're like, something's up with him and then he eats a dog. You're like, oh no. Um, and then when I saw the cat had a green tongue, I was like, maybe the cat's a devil. And then I love, like, after they attack Miki's house, the cat just floats in the air, flashes a bright white light, and everyone falls down dead, probably. And I like this this devil cat design. There's some good character designs in here. Yeah. It's know. like a good show to look at. I mean, when yeah. horrible things aren't happening. Like, I, I like how clean the art is and how fun the animation is. Um, it's just, and <laughs> like, I, I do like the, the over-the-topness of the violence, too. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, I, I was just sad at what was happening to the characters. Yeah, it yeah, it felt like a lot. Yeah, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, it's like weird because it's like it takes it seriously, but it doesn't take it seriously because like the violence mm-hmm. is so over the top and the way things just all explode, it feels like you get desensitized to it. But mm-hmm. uh, highbrow, you know. lowbrow, like this podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely hitting <laughs> the highbrow parts. Um, I was hoping the little. I really liked Rio's design. Uh. Too. Yeah, his design was good. I was hoping the little boy, Taro, who ends up eating the mom, I was hoping he would be a, a devil a devil boy. You know? Well, it seems like he was a devil man, but he succumbed or something. It was weird. Because yeah. it's like normally the demons know who crying. they are. he was crying. I think he was crying at one point as a demon. Yeah, he yeah. was sad that he was eating his mom. Yeah, yeah. that was really hard to watch because he was like a cute kind of little squid thing, but he was crying. Mm-hmm. I was hoping he I was his like... Dog. Yeah. Or someone else's dog. He ate someone else's dog. Well, at least it wasn't his dog. I don't think he had a dog. He had a cat, and the cat was devil. We know this. Cat's name, by the way, was Taco, which means octopus, but it didn't turn into an octopus. What the fuck? There were lots of other devil octopi. 
Anyway. Um, let me look at my notes. I thought it was weird that Ryo told Akira, like, you killing one or two demons, like, it isn't a big deal when it's like a government thing. And I thought that was like, you know, that's like a fair point sometimes. There are some causes where it's like you can't really do anything. But also when they're like, there's a few hundred demons in Japan, then him killing one or two is a big deal. You know? Mm, that's true. <laughs> it's like, actually, you could probably get this fixed in a year or so. Based on the few first few episodes, I think I would have thought that this was eventually going to turn into a like monster of the week demon fighting show, you know, because there's just going to be so many different demons. And I thought like, okay, he's going to be the devil man. He's going to fight demons. But that doesn't really happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it issued that in favor of moving the plot forward. The original, yeah. the original show seemed to turn into a, a devil. Thing. Yeah. I'll also say in the comic, it, there's no like broadcast mass media thing that alerts everyone. It's mm. when, did you guys remember that there's like a demon who, who is huge and scary and is like, my name's Xenon or Zenon and I'm here. Do you remember yeah. me? Yeah. He invades Tokyo in the original, and that's how everyone freaks out about oh. devils. So I guess they may have added the thing about Ryo doing a Expl doing a viral video, explaining about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was it was like live at this track show, right? Isn't that what? Yeah. Yeah. Did a live broadcast. I was so mad when he was like, uh, "All any bad people, they could become demons, so you should attack them." I was like, "It's no. not even bad people. It's just like he was just like anybody who's acting weird." Anybody who's like alone frustrated. and like, yeah, frustrated, angry, hates the world. Like basically like all the loners like go off well, and then kill it, them. It's going to become everyone. If everyone else is freaking out about yeah. the demons around them, then they're all going to kill each other. And then it becomes a huge witch hunt. I was mad about that. And then I was mad when he was like, also, here's video of my friend. And it's like him stabbing people at the club. Yeah. And just splicing it against yeah. footage of Akira freaking out. You know, at least when the house burns down, no one knew about all the semen he shot at the ceiling. You know, the, all that evidence is gone now. <laughs> Thank God. Also, all the people who would care are gone. Mm -hmm. But we know. Uh, I wrote down what's with the naked nut and I forget what I was talking about. There was probably there was like a naked crazy guy who was trying oh, yes. to, I don't know what. It seemed like he was trying to get, get killed and eventually like a big mm -hmm. tank shows up and, and murders him. Well, yeah, he got like he got like hit by cars, and so I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's a he's a devil man." But then later, Akira's like, "I just saw them kill a human." I was like, "What?" Yeah. I think he yeah he was trying to suicide. That was weird. There's just people getting murked left and right. So why why didn't you like this show, Miles? Is it just the stuff that you said, or is there more? Yeah, pretty much what I said. Like, I I just kind of rolled my eyes at like oh it turns out the humans were the bad ones mm -hmm. but i do like the arc that rio had like all of the stuff that mark liked about it is like the show does seem to be trying harder than you know most of the a lot of the shonen -y stuff that we watch yeah it, it, like it's it's going for something more it's just it it was so cynical to me, or like, or at least like, my first viewing of it seemed so cynical to me, and I just it it rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. I I get that, and I I did definitely applaud the fact that it didn't fall into a lot of the shonen trappings of like forcing a good ending. Now, does that mean that it had to go as bleak as it did? Not necessarily. I mean, I don't know how you depict if you're going to depict the end of the world, then you should probably show all the characters you love getting killed. You know. Mm -hmm. you can't just have like a flash of light and be like everyone was dead you don't get like an emotional resolve it's just a dissatisfying one 
uh, if you're not looking. Well, they're not even killed by shit. demons; they're killed by people. So that kind of sucks. Are they all killed by people? Shit, you might be right. Pretty much, they're all except for. Yeah, they're all killed by people except for like the little boy and his mom. But they get shot by the people. Yeah, I mean, but l- the little mom, boy yeah. eats the mom. The dad gets killed by the cops. The boy gets killed by the cops. Yeah, so it's mostly people. Yeah. Um, I I noticed uh, it, definitely a very like bummer moment was like when, uh, but it makes sense that it's like social media posts are not going to make a difference. But when uh, Miki is like typing out, she's like a thing where she's like, my friend is a devil man. And he's good. And I guess, you know what? I guess ultimately that did. I liked, I liked that scene, I think. I, I guess it did actually work for the better now that I think about it because it summoned a bunch of devil men mm-hmm. to join Akira. And that's one thing I like too is that like the, the battle of good and evil at the end, it's like, it's not just him. Like those mm-hmm. other demons take over and help help parts of his body. And he ultimately loses when he's taken away from them mm-hmm. because he knocks Dio into the Antarctic or Arctic and follows him when he shouldn't. He should stay there because his arms come off and other demons are like, use me. So I liked that it was kind of a team effort. But when she was typing stuff and comment, they were showing comments that would come up. And there was, it's a ton of like Japanese slang. They didn't subtitle everything. But one thing jumped out to me was the the phrase pakuri, which is like, I, I don't know if it's onomatopoeia, but it has to do with biting something. Mm. And apparently that term is used to describe something that's a ripoff or derivative. Mm. I wonder if that was like a sort of in reference to the fact that it's like a re-adaptation of Devilman. I don't know. Mm. But uh there were a bunch of like just really negative, nasty uh, comments. Poor Devil Man. He has to. He basically has to fight humans and demons. Yeah, he has to fight both. Mm-hmm. I think it was also just a little too all over the place for me. Like I, I had a hard time keeping on to one. It just seemed like so many things were happening, uh, which I think was like part of what they were going for. Like they were just assaulting you with different images and jumping from place to place but it was it made it a little hard to follow at times and i feel like they lost a couple of threads like i remember the first string of episodes we watched where that lady demon and that bull demon were were seemingly about to kill akira and like you remember we were talking about like how he sacrificed himself so that she could keep fighting on and i think I thought it was going to be like eventually a story about how demons are actually have more nobility than mm. we give them credit for, but that just never kind of went anywhere. And the demons were sort of just evil in the end. I yeah. I don't know. I think it was the demons in charge were evil, and there's like a potential for demons to live. But but yeah, I don't necessarily know that it, it finished making a convincing argument in that regard because it was really just Rio exacerbating everything, and then this like shadow demon Congress. Um. But yeah, it it was to me, I think, I don't know if I'd say the bigger point, but a point it was making was just Akira begins to see that Dio is maybe like making things happen the way he wants them to happen, you know, that he's been misled by Rio a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Akira tends to see the bright side of people, whereas yeah. Rio is just like, nah, they had to die. And they, yeah, demons are just purely bad. There's no humanity. Don't try to reform them. Um. It's interesting because they kind of play with that mythology a little bit in the original Romero's like uh, Night of the Living Dead series. When you get to Day of the Dead, it's like weird because, you know, sometimes the zombie apocalypse stuff is a metaphor for xenophobia, which is weird, though, because you're like, wait, are you saying that like like we see zombies? They're like mindless. They don't like actually have their own culture and like sit around and talk when they're not attacking humans. 
But there's this thing in Day of the Dead where there's the one zombie they have chained up and they try to like train him and they do see that he's like he responds to to training and stuff and is like a little bit more civil and it ultimately get, like falls apart and then that's like rarely something explored in in zombie uh movies but it uh it's interesting the idea of like well maybe they seem really bad or maybe they have a reason to hate us but maybe they're not inherently that bad i don't mm-hmm. know uh, but I think that is something that gets explored in Demon Slayer, which I'm currently watching. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Because she's like a, she's like a. a oh, I want to. I wanted to watch that more. Yeah, we can do it. We finished Ranking of Kings. Yeah, I didn't like Pretty the. Good. I didn't like the ending. Jackie didn't like the ending. I thought Sorry. the ending was fine. I'm glad they resolved at least. Well, I, no, I don't no, spoil we're it. not going to. There's no it. point in spoiling. No spoiling. It. I ultimately didn't like the show as much as I did in the first three episodes, which is true of a lot of anime. Overall, I liked it, though. I'll say that. Overall, I think it's worth watching. I liked it overall, but then I didn't I, I didn't like the end. I can't imagine really being that compelled by a season two. I'll agree with yeah. you like in that spirit. They should have just, you know. Anyway. Any me. How far are you in Demon Slayer? Uh, Maybe like 10 or 12 episodes. Oh, okay. I will say that it is a big time-wasting anime. It does a lot of monster of the like week it, stuff. They they do not respect my time at all. Like they rehash a lot of stuff. Mm. And it's just like, come on. I did. That's one thing I liked about this one, at least, is that it didn't. It doesn't drag on a lot. You know, yeah, it, it sure. it's a. It keeps the story contained. There's not a lot of filler. Um, if anything, there could have been like like you said, Miles, like kind of threads that could have been expanded upon that would have been interesting. But like they try to keep it to like the main plot. For the most tight part. ten, yeah. Well, that's where I think that it it is stronger than other anime adaptations of manga that are like went super over long and um or are they being adapted while the manga is still ongoing? Is I do feel like this had a beginning, middle, and end. The original comic was only five volumes long, which is mm. only slightly longer than JoJo Part One. There's an, there's like a '90s, I think '90s Devilman OVA. I, I really want to check out now. Um. Looks like it's got some weird sex score stuff going on too, so it's not super kid friendly. Uh, but yeah, I think that this this to me felt like it was at least adapted from an idea of like a bigger work rather than an excuse to stretch things out or a work that's still just kind of going in circles. The other uh, Satan portrayal I like is in Neil Gaiman's Sandman, and they made a spinoff of his portrayal of Lucifer called Lucifer. Ah, uh. really good. Mm. Is Lucifer, is that a show on TV? Yeah, that's adapted from the Neil Gaiman version of Lucifer. Is that any good? I feel like I don't hear people talk about that TV show. I haven't seen it. Oh, well. Let's watch that for this uh, podcast. (laughs) No, I'm good. Well, when I start Googling it, it shows me like season six, season seven. So I guess it ran for at least five seasons and people must like it. True. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah, let me look at my notes some more. Also, the song Lucifer by Jay-Z. I don't know it. Oh. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, I will say the one thing that I felt like they could have explained more if perhaps they had more time was the whole, like, shadow demon, like, conspiracy thing. Like, I didn't quite get what their motivations were. And when they would, like, cut to them sometimes, I'm like, wait, so 
What's when this did like, Rio? This is like the Demon Council. The demons have their own government. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, when does Rio realize who he is? It seems like after he went to Peru yeah. that second time, and then you know when he gives the TV announcement, you know, obviously he's with demons there. But uh, you know, I, I think that this this show does a lot of things that movies do, where it like doesn't show you a lot of stuff because it a doesn't need to tell you every single thing, and b. Uh, doesn't want to waste time it doesn't have the time to but yeah there's still that can still make for things that are a little confusing did you i don't understand why leo is like he calls somebody and is like oh is dr fikira there like i saw him last in south america but i was like you know he's dead mm-hmm. so I, I didn't really know what the purpose of that phone call was it seemed like he was going back there to figure out something but i'm not sure what the purpose of the call would have been I also don't know what language the people in like the jungle were supposed to be speaking. I wonder if they actually went for like a regional mm. Native American um, language for those scenes, but they were not subtitled at all. Yeah. It sounds like Native Russian speakers for the Russian scenes, though, I'll say. I have to give them a lot of credit on their language stuff. There was like. Yeah, because the English sounded really good. And yeah, usually, there was almost no problems with the English. Usually, anime, <laughs> they do their best, but <laughs> it usually does not sound good. Because yeah. I think they, they, they do it for Japanese speakers who aren't going to really notice if the accent isn't Yeah, they don't perfect. care. Yeah. So yeah, this was this was surprisingly good on a bunch, bunch of the cultural fronts in terms of language and stuff. And maybe that's because the studio Science Saru is, they want to be a global um, studio. And so they have people from different continents working there. So, you know, maybe just by hiring those people, they're like, no, 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 it wouldn't sound like that. Don't, don't put that shit in there. Um... Yeah, it's a bummer of a show, but it made me feel something towards the end of it. So I... Bad? No. I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't feel great. Ultimately sad, but that is good. That's something, you know? And it made me think like, let me. I'm interested in the rest of the Devilman, the Devilman adaptations. There's no equivalent of the devil girl Miko in the original, but a lot of other characters do seem to have analogs. It would be really cool if they had a bunch of rapping kids. Like, it was somehow super ahead of the time. And in 72, they, like, understood fucking freestyle ciphers in Japan. But I doubt it. Was it was all Curtis Blow stuff. No, it was, it was like, beat poets. Mm. Bunch of Japanese beatniks. Oh, I love... There's a line when they're going to be nuked, when they're in, the, they're in Paris. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, a line that's subtitled all at once. Where the demons say to each other, Eat all the humans before God gets here. And I, I just think in isolation, <laughs> yeah, that's like that amazing was, t-shirt. That was really good, yeah. I also really funny. loved, it's such a short shot, but when uh, Akira, I, I don't know if he makes, I think he makes graves for all of Miki's family. And it's just like a big giant devil like kneeling over, like mm. it's like a sunset and he's in front of a bunch of graves. Super short, but that was a really pretty shot. Um, I love the like theme of conflict. I think it's the end of episode seven or eight. It's that music that just sounds like a bunch of like boing boing noises. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. No, I liked the techno-y stuff when they were driving around. Oh, I'm talking about the music that's like boing 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 boing. I don't know. I guess I don't remember that. <laughs> Listen, if you hear it, you'll be like, oh, Mark was really close. <laughs> and he will. I forget what it's called. I, I, I used it in one of the previous episodes. I don't know what music I'm going to use this I, time around. Do you guys remember somebody said humans are not made for running? Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of the characters said that. That stuck out to me because I was like, humans are kind of made. Like, humans are not made for running fast, but they're made for running 
for a long time. Oh, that's interesting. You should have been more specific there. Well, you read one book by one man's opinion. You know, why Why do all humans have back problems? We shouldn't be walking upright yet. We're not ready. <laughs> because we sit all day. We have four no. cores because we're blobs in office chairs. Is that true? I guess maybe that's true. Like a lot of like ancient peoples or current tribal peoples, they sit on stuff that doesn't have a back to it. So they they are using their back and core all the time. You might be right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't feel good to crawl around, but I haven't been practicing that much. You'd get really good at it after a while. Okay. Crawling, I mean. One thing I did not get is if he loves Akira so much and he's so sad about him dying at the end, why didn't he listen to him? Yeah, I or don't is know. is just only realizing that he should have listened now that his, he killed him? They should have talked it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's like the only person he's ever cared about, I guess. So I guess he just didn't really ever experience grief before, you know? Mm-hmm. So like only when he dies is he like, Hey, I'm feeling something. Shit. So maybe there was no other way that that Satan could be humanized and, and made to feel uh, sympathetic. But yeah, it is a bummer where you're like, what if you just fucking did the thing he wanted you to do instead of being an asshole all the time? Maybe that's the nature of Satan. Is he just he just can't give a shit? Yeah, I feel like that's true. A feeling that I got while watching this was that I didn't really know what it was about. I was, it was like, oh, we're on episode seven and I don't really know like what it's about. Like, like really? it, I knew what it was about, but like, but it's like, it's like we're close to the end and I didn't know like what Rio's deal was, what the demons really want. Do they just want to kill people for no reason? Like what are, you know, what, what like what's that? De- like what what's everyone doing here? You know? Uh, and then it kind of come, you kind of kind of all comes together at the end. But I feel like I didn't really know what it was like. What are we? I don't know what's happening. I mean, I think at midway through, we got the feeling we knew about Rio's plan to do something big at this soccer. Yeah, but then what? Thing. Like we never. Well, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's a it's obvious that there's going to be a big fucking deal. You know, some yeah. kind of emergency when people discover yeah. demons. I would love to discover demons. I got to say, things would be so much clearer to me. Actually, shit. No, they'd probably end up like this show and I'd be like, I don't know. Who's nice? (laughs) Who should I feel bad for? Fuck. Who would you kill first? What? Uh, What do you mean? I don't know any demons, right? You're talking about killing demons, right? Not people? No, I'm talking about killing people. (laughs) Then what do you mean who would I kill first? Oh, like who uh, would you you immediately be like, oh, they're a demon. Everyone at the mall that we visited on Saturday. How's that? (laughs) Jackie and I went to see the Northman on a busy holiday weekend and it was just like oh right I was more cynical when I worked at a mall and I know why now everyone is how was the Northman it's pretty good yeah I liked it okay I'd see it I'll go see it it's very gruesome it's weird it's weird and it's apparently historically accurate so if you want to see how much the Vikings were just like every other dumb tribal people. But it's people, based on a fable, so there's magic too. It's not all hist. I mean... No, there used to be magic. <laughs> not, all, not all of that actually could happen with the magic. I think stuff. there was magic in the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cinema magic, baby. Everything mm. shot on film. You had to go to the theater to get a good picture. 
Now it's like I'll just watch Jackass Four at home. In the nineties, we had is gone. in the nineties we had VCRs. In the nineties, we had Bob Hope, Steve Jobs, and Johnny Cash. Now we have no hope, no jobs, no cash. <laughs> That's like an old boomer <laughs> meme. I like it. <laughs> I'm so happy that I managed to actually remember it all. Mm-hmm. Sucks, sucks, man. <laughs> uh, eclipsed by my favorite tweet, which is in the nineties we had Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Johnny Cage. Now we have zero scorpions in a cage. Who left the scorpion <laughs> cage open? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Is there... I'm trying to think of like what else was... Oh, oh yeah. There. I didn't realize this, but Go Nagai himself wrote a fucking sequel. It's, it's categorized as seinen, which is important because I guess it was in a, a seinen magazine and therefore wouldn't be as constrained by what kiddies would expect, maybe Monster of the Week-ish. But he wrote something called Devilman Saga from 2014 to 2020. Um, I wish I could tell you what the fuck it's about, uh, but I can't. It looks like he's wearing cool big armor, like fucking, like a, like a, who, Jean-Paul, whatever the hell, Valet, the Batman guy who took over when Batman's in a wheelchair for a while. But yeah, damn, it ran for like six or seven years. I wonder if it has any of the same themes or if it's a total different departure. I got to look into that. And now I'm going to, for the rest of all time on our podcast, I'm going to tell you about what I learned about Devilman. And you're going to be like, I don't care. And you know what? <laughs> I don't care about how you don't care. Oh, he also did a spinoff in 2012. This guy can't leave this shit alone. It's interesting. Uh, Take I, it easy, man. I will say I'd also like to see other stuff by Masaki Yuasa, who did direct this readaptation and by this studio uh maybe something a little less heavy yeah same mind game is a movie that he did that uh is from the early 2000s i think and the the movie everything everywhere all at once referenced it being an inspiration reviews i read online people were just like it's just visuals they were like do not look for a plot at all it's just like aesthetic insanity i think i've seen it mind game yeah Tell me if you like it right now. Uh, I don't remember it at all, but I that review sounds correct. <laughs> like, I don't remember anything that happened, but it was very distinctive style. I don't know how I missed this before, but apparently you also was an animator for Crayon Shin-Chan. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading Go Nagai's wiki, and yes, Hid- Ano was inspired by him. Ah. Wait, that's weird though. Cause and it, he has. Oh, you said Go Nagai. Sorry. Yes, was inspired by Devilman and his other work, Mazinger. Oh, that makes and sense. Yeah, I forgot he did Mazinger. Yeah. He created a sequel to Devilman called Violence Jack. Violence Jack, which, which ran from seventy three to two thousand eight. Violence Jack. Holy shit! I didn't know that was a sequel. It's like Samurai Jack. <laughs> He also did an etchy genre, something in the etchy genre called Harenchi Gakuen, and the cover is a, a 70s or 80s babe, and two dudes looking like they're really excited about this babe. Now this is what I'd like to see. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you this. The the patron who got us to watch this show said, back in April before we watched it at all, or no, I guess on April. Okay. The person who picked this show for us said, it seems to be a divisive show. People write it off as either concentrated edgelord fuel or the best anime to grace God's great flat earth. Hmm. 
Um, and I, I think we can see that, right? We can see why it would be divisive. Yeah. Yeah. We're divided. Yeah, for sure. Can this podcast continue the way we are now? Have we been broken? I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just didn't find it that interesting. But, That's crazy to me. But I... Yeah, take a stand, Jackie. I didn't hate it. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll watch a show and I'll be like, that was awful. It's a bad show. And it's name them, by, name names. Named by bad people. Like Lost is a bad show. Oh, I wanted <laughs> no, you to kidding. do an anime. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Lost is actually not that bad. It's it's entertain- It's entertaining, but it's. I'm, she finally I, I ha- admits it. I have so many problems with it. It's like it's. Like it a, sounded stupid. It's a roller coaster. It's 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 OK. It's a bad show with some good parts in it. Next week, we'll be watching Lost. No. Oh. Sorry, all you Lost no. fans. I Sorry, hate Jack. Lost heads. I hated Jack from like episode one. So <laughs> Jack sucks. We hate, all my homies hate Jack. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts about what we should watch next week or should we take some time offline to figure it out? I think talk? We, we should, yeah. We'll just find yeah, something that we idea. want. Okay. Long I think time. I have some some ideas in the in the hopper and some stuff that people recommended to us. See if they're still hot. We could do a poll or something. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Let me wrap this up. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Remember that we did cover the rest of the series. If you want to hear from the beginning, go back a few episodes and you'll see that we covered Devil Man Cry Baby fully. If you want to choose what an episode of this podcast will be about while we wait for the fall to come, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and for a one-time $15 payment, just switch to the $15 tier and then switch off. You won't get recharged. And then send us a message and say, hey, I think you should uh, watch so-and-so. We'll watch three episodes of it. We'll do it. We're not cowards. So let us know. Other than that, as for what we're watching next, we will let you know on Twitter. You can follow us there. At JJBpod is us. There's also a fan Discord that will be linked in this episode's description. Other than that, have a safe beginning of June. We'll talk to you next week. Woo! Bye. Bye.